I started from nothing Never knew where my next meal was coming But I transform my life, I stay one step ahead Mindset of disruption, I own the edge This is a drill cast, where I bring the wisdom you need Everyone is selling knowledge, I get mine away for free I'm as real as it gets, you either love or hate me Best believe I'm major league, Bill Hines, that's me This is the drill cast Hello everyone, welcome to the Thrillcast. It's been a while since we were back in uh, Long Beach and uh, now we're uh, back in the studio. We're going to pump out a few uh, podcasts and with me today is a community advocate from York, Pennsylvania. Uh, I'd like to welcome New Banks. And New is, uh, he's uh, the leader of a nonprofit organization in York that is doing great things for the community and uh, it's called The Movement and uh, we're going to get into that. But welcome New, and uh, thanks Thank for coming for on, me. man. Yeah. You're welcome, man. And so I know we uh, always go back and forth on uh, social media a lot and some texts and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, But thank you for coming on. Uh, you're very bold to be a, a York City person to to come and uh, hang with the thrill, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, I, I tend to be a loner and go by my own rules, but, you know. So for, for my listeners, most of them are sports fans and mm-hmm. um and actually local nosy people who just, you know, <laughs> haters that just want to listen. You know who you are. Yeah. Um, so they're going to get out there. So it's like surprisingly, this I like to say on my shitty podcast does pretty damn well. So uh, tell tell the listeners like what what you are and what you do for the community. And again, this is not bragging because I'm mm-hmm. asking you because I know you're pretty humble and you just, you know, you bust your ass, man. I see it. You're always yeah. like out there with tractor trailers unloading food and sweating your ass off and you got your son with you and everything yeah so that's cool so it's like a family affair yeah I, I try to make sure my son's there for a lot of it because i want him to have that character because i always got this timeline for him so by the time he's 13 like he's on his own in life like what do you mean on his own like he, he, he'll he's be prepared. driver's license no, yeah <laughs> close to it but like you, you know i just Paying want him rent? to develop a lot of uh, character. Yeah. So sometimes I even take him to meetings. He may not understand it, but at least he could hear it and, you know, come become familiar with that setting. So I think that's important because even like, so all three of my daughters, I would take them mm-hmm. to different places, meetings, whether I'm going to the bank or I'm going just because, and again, you know, they're like this on the phone or not yeah. paying attention or in their iPad. But I like to say, it's kind of like a osmosis. Like it's just coming in, being in that mm-hmm. element and that they're not uncomfortable. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, I think it's, you know, a joy to see. Yeah. And uh, I just saw him recently. He had the paint on and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a cute picture. Yeah, yeah. that was the Juneteenth. I'm the still, Juneteenth. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. It was uh, it was a good event. Yeah. It was a good event. Absolutely. As far as me, the reason I uh, started, I actually started out as a podcast. And I was in Carlisle at the time. And I always, the house that I lived in around the corner, there was this church but I didn't understand their system up there, but there used to always be like a plethora of, of homeless people walking past. So I asked the girl I was dating at the time, I was like, why is all these people walking by every day? And she was like, oh, well, they got they stay at the church. And uh, she explained their church system up there. It was called Carlisle's Care. After a while, I learned out what learned what it was. And each church would rotate monthly on housing the homeless. Yeah. So their only way to... Uh, be able to stay there is as long as they was bringing job applications that were filled out, they could stay. 
so that that was to me. I'm like, oh, okay. So I started talking to them, and and uh, and I was like, let me start recording these folks and seeing their stories. So once I started listening to the stories, it was like a lot of them were just freshly homeless or been homeless with jobs. Mm-hmm. A good deal of them had jobs. It was just that it wasn't enough. I yeah. met one guy. You know, I don't understand how the court systems allowed it, but he became homeless from child support. So, you know, it's like, okay, you either pay this or go to jail or pay this and be homeless. So he chose to be homeless. Yeah, just like the ends don't meet. It's like, yeah, okay, you have to pay this much. I only have this much coming in, but they're saying this much has to go to the ex-wife, exactly. ex-girlfriend, yeah. and the baby. Which, I, granted, the, the child definitely needs child care, but not at the I, – I think there has to be a happy medium with the – Oh, absolutely. Because, like, you can't make the guy homeless because then – you know, all too often when they are homeless, they're, mm-hmm. they're just not getting the right sleep. They're, and then they typically then lose their job because they, they're just, you know, it's just not working on the other side. No, it's not. Then I met one individual. He became homeless after a divorce because, you know, the wife got everything and he's paying alimony and he's trying to get it adjusted. And the system is like, oh, well, we got to do dates and figure out how to do this or whatever. And like, to me, that's a no brainer. I'm not going to put you in the streets because she doesn't want to work or however it goes down. You know, it's, I I think that, uh, a lot of them were men. So it's like, okay, you, you you can weather this more than a female with children can or, or, yeah, I think men have that innate ability to actually survive mm -hmm. most. Um, you know, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, some don't. Some are that is just, <laughs> I, I, and I lack a better word, some guys are pussies. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm just, you know, not to take it I mean, that it's, way, it's, but I'm it's, just. It's, a act, it's actuality. I know for, you know me. I like to keep it real. Yeah. Like, too, more than real. Yeah, and so. some that I met, it, it, it started turning into mothers and people wanting to tell their stories. So it, it became a lot of times it was uh, the one mother was telling about her son killing someone and how that affected them because she's like, my son took someone's life. So she was thinking about that person's family and, and it's just like so many stories. That's a, that's a deep conversation to have. Yeah. Yeah. That's cause yeah. You know? Yeah. When like, if there's just two people and one person's pulling the trigger and obviously ending the life Mm -hmm. of another, a lot of times people just think like, Oh, it's just between them. Yeah. But there's hundreds and even could be thousands of people that are affected by those two situations. It, it instantly made me think of the uh, the pebble in the pond ripple effect. Oh, yeah. So it's like yeah. you affect so many things when you do actions or you take actions we, we like even that. The, the mother and the father who's like, man, well, I thought I raised my kid good. Mm-hmm. How could he stand behind a gun and pull that trigger and take someone's life? Like what? Yeah. A lot of I know a lot of parents that have been like second guess. Like, what did I do? Yeah. That made them. Act I mean, like a lot that. of the words you're saying now, that's, that's yeah. kind of how she was talking. And it's yeah. just like. You know, it, it, uh, she she didn't. I think internally she was holding her son accountable for his actions. What you do, but yeah. but visually to him, it was like I still gotta express that motherly love for my child. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you're torn both ways. So and then conversely, when because you see it all the time, like mm-hmm. example, like there if there's murders out there or something like that, and um, you, you see. There's like sometimes backlash on the parents of the murderer mm-hmm. because they're like, well, you're supporting your son. And 
there's somebody that's been murdered here, whether it's like a female or a male or whatever. Mm -hmm. Somebody was died. And it's like, well, you know, what's the like the I feel bad for both parents, obviously. But, man, the the they don't deserve the backlash. Now, unless the parents are up there screaming like, yeah, they deserved it. Mm -hmm. You know, like if something like that, then it's like, well, they're fucking crazy. Yeah. But when when there's like, well, shit. okay, yes, it's my kid. I want to, you know, obviously we know he's going to go to jail for the rest of his life, but mm -hmm. like, you know, but still how can we support them and love them and maybe even still like, you know, his, his last breath wasn't taken yet. So it's like, okay, until that last breath, how can we help him to become a better person? Because you can still affect change, even if you're a murderer in jail or something else, or, you know, even get out. So like, there's still, there could still become some positive from such a bad situation. So is that kind oh, of absolutely. how the movement started and like yes. why you wanted to create that? Cause like all of these stories that need to be told. Yeah. The stories, it, it, it was like, that's why our slogan is voice for the voiceless because so many voices get heard through our organization. I noticed that. Yeah. 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 And then um, once, once we, we actually started doing lives instead of just a podcast and yeah. that really, took off and so people saw faces to the voices and it yeah. was like oh well they're regular everyday people everyday they didn't people. think we they didn't think that at first and i, yeah. I, I was kind of shocked at that but once they saw us and many of us like well i know them and then it's like well, y'all have a group or something so we created the group mm -hmm. and it's it's been wildfire from there it's like everything we do is always like driven by what the community wants, wants yeah you know what I mean? We we. But also, I would say what they need too. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that's how I was going. It, it, yeah. It's like all the ideas we have usually are driven by that need. Yeah. You know what I mean? A, a lot of our we got great ideas, sure, but does it really work for the community executing those ideas? Exactly. You know what I mean? So we we always put out feelers. Well, what do you guys think of this or or that or whatever? So I, I think that's the momentum that we always keep because we ask the community. We we don't have these ideas saying this is what's best for you. Yeah. And I think a lot of organizations fail at doing that because they're like legacy organizations, I call them, that have been around for a while. So you get these folks in there that aren't truly connected to the neighborhood. And then it's like, well, we see this and we want to try this or whatever. And then but they sound good. Exactly. They look good. They sound good. It's like, this is what we do. The translation yeah, doesn't happen. Exactly. And then they come to folks like me and say, well, how could we do better? Or what is it that we could change? And it's like, listen. So these communities, I mean, these organizations that's been around forever that are actually, one, they have the capital. Stream capital. They have the capital. They have a tremendous amount of capital. And we'll get to that, the giving mm -hmm. local York thing later. But, because uh, I want to ask you questions on that. So, and... and they, they, to me, it's like, okay, you were the OGs in this situation mm -hmm. in the nonprofit. And yet now you're having these think tanks saying, okay, hey, how do we split off or something and, and do a grassroots? Like, you, you shouldn't have to do a grassroots. You should already be in exactly. the grass and in the weeds. And you yes. should know what the community is, but they're so not in touch with the community, but they're sitting on these huge coffers. Like, you know, at the end of the year, when they're doing their financial statements, they shouldn't be sitting on this money as a nonprofit. They should put the the money into the communities where it deserves. And some of them are sitting on that, and some of them have these huge salaries uh, for their CEO <laughs> and the CFO yeah. and this and that and the other thing. So, uh, you know, we can debate that forever. Yeah. But I, I just think that um, – and 
when that give local thing happened, I was going through, I didn't even know. I think they did. I think they could do a better job in York to, to get that message out to say, Hey people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, we, this is what it is. And you have 24 hours. Like I, I found out after the 24th hour, I'm like, Oh shit, I got to mm-hmm. do something. So I went on and I started like looking at all of the ones that I say hold near and dear to me. And mm-hmm. typically it's anything with children. So mm-hmm. like the children's home of York, I did anything with food of feeding people, mm-hmm. so the food banks and things like that, and then, uh, uh, you know, or organizations such as like which I didn't see it on there, the Mister Sandy's Veterans Center that wasn't on Give yeah. Local. I think she was just like screw it for some reason, just give me the money directly because it's whatever. And then I saw your organization on there, so obviously I did that as well. And uh, But yeah, that was like after the fact, so I'm like, I remember texting like Kevin Schreiber, I'm like, oh, did I miss it? And he's like, no, you still have like this period of time. So I went on real quickly and I just mm-hmm. started like, you know, I didn't want to just give one big donation mm-hmm. to one organization, you know. Which happens a lot. Which happens a lot. I wanted to basically spread the love. So yeah. I did that. I know I gave um I think I gave anywhere between like twelve and fourteen grand between and I'm not, that's not patting myself on the back, but yeah. my point is like it was a lot and I just kept getting all these receipts and stuff like that. But like different <laughs> like charter schools and different things like yeah. that. But I think as much money it was raised, I, I I saw some organizations that I did, I'm like, how the fuck does this one only has five grand? And this one over here has 250,000. Meanwhile, they have millions in the bank. So exactly. it just was like, I I, I don't, uh, that I was like mind, mind blowing. So literally I well, was going a lot to the of bottom. Them, they do the team things. Yeah. Like they'll, they'll get a, their, their people that work for them to get out there and advocate for them and things like that. Yeah, but what if it's uh, a nonprofit that only has three or four people like yours and stuff like that, a different, like they don't have like a hundred employees. Working yeah, for we them, don't. And you we can't have get no employees. Yeah, exactly. So I don't even get paid. So. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. yeah so it's like, yeah. we're, we're definitely volunteer based. I mean, yeah. we, we get, we create a lot of impact and I'll say that, uh, our influence is far uh, we don't get a credit for a lot that we brought to the table yeah. and, and, and pave ways for certain things. But, you know, to me, overall, as long as my community that I grew up in is starting to have some improvements and I'm not talking about like downtown, I'm not talking about no. businesses. I'm talking about my actual communities. Yeah, where the houses are, it's, it, it, and the streets, the people the block, that that stoop, that yeah, yeah, that that make up this, that yeah. have the identity of growing up here and experiencing things and understanding what was before them, what's to come, and things like that. Like, that's what's important to me. So the the and, and I see that every day and every week that I see it, you know, a tractor trailer backing up to your facility and, and you're oh, feeding yeah. the people. So, so from, from, it became from a podcast to lives to then saying, Hey, you know what? A need and a want mm-hmm. is like, I want to eat every day and yeah. I need to eat every day. Like, you know, you have tractor trailers being unloaded, you know, all the time and you're feeding people and how to get to that point to where now and and how many people do you feed on any given, you know? Well, week? our la- yeah. last Saturday was four hundred twenty five people we assisted, mm-hmm. and uh, we we've uh, actually companies reached out to us. This this recent deal we did with ADUSA, like yeah. they own Giant Safeway Food Line, so they own a bunch of big grocery chains. Yeah, and uh, 
their employees that work there brought us up. It was like, well, why aren't we supporting them? Because they're doing a lot of work. Yeah. And the U-Haul truck we have, uh, of course, it does. It, you can't back it up to a dock. So they still give us food and uh, they'll just put it on box by box and fill yeah. the skids that way. But uh, I think uh, I think it, it, it's just a, a I don't I don't I don't want to say it's a calling, but somehow or some way we just seem to keep growing. We keep making connections. We keep getting actualized resources. And I say actualized because it it it, it has immediate impact. I never wanted oh, yeah. my organization to be so big that. It's got to go through chain of command. It has to do this or that. Like, no, we we are right, right here, going right to a now. Warehouse, and you don't know if it's actually getting distributed to the people in the community that needs it. Where, yeah, like I, I I've seen you on lives and everything. Mm-hmm. You're actually handing food to the person that mm-hmm. is gonna like maybe in an hour eat that because oh, they yeah. haven't had meals in days or something yeah. like that. Or and you're giving them water and cases of water and stuff like that. And that that's gonna be consumed by that person that you're physically handing it mm-hmm. to. And that's powerful because man, I when I'm on the lives I see, you know, some ladies and guys uh, you know, crying. Like yeah. you're like their savior at that point because like, you know, it, you don't know about that until you actually gone hungry of what it is. It, to it's, actually... it's it's <laughs> Sometimes when the kids come the kids, and then you see that, there. like like that excitement, yeah. it you I know that feeling from being young. And when we had to be in food lines, and you like, okay, yeah. we definitely eating the night. So yeah. I know that look, and I I know that feeling. So it, it, it's like I sleep good at night, yeah. knowing that I, I that met that need. That, yeah. 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 And that and two and it's like you sleep good at night, and then you look over and you see your son, and oh yeah, and you know like okay, well. Yeah. Luckily, my son doesn't have to absolutely stand in those lines with me. Yeah, because I remember even like five years old, standing in line in Newark, New Jersey, mm-hmm. uh, waiting and in, in, like for the fucking free cheese and the. That was some of the best cheese, though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna front. Get green, my mom. Yeah, like, you know, cut around it. Yeah. yeah, many a times that does. Get mold and milk. They, my mom used block. to be like, oh, you know they make penicillin about, right? from that. Yeah. And it was like the government cheese thing. It's in like yeah. cardboard and shit. Yeah. yeah. I still say that's the best cheese. I don't know. That <laughs> it's the it's because you haven't eaten in three days. So well, it's like, yeah, that's shit. true too. <laughs> yeah. They just hop yeah. it up on stuff. But like yeah, our yeah. last load, it was cleaning supplies and we had so many people coming. It's very that. important because yeah. that's like people don't even understand. Even that to that, it's like, yes, they need food, but cleaning supplies are so important. It, keeps disease from happening mm-hmm. you know and like sickness and stuff like that so that load was a little over ten thousand pounds and wow. we got rid of in like three hours i was gonna say a couple hours yeah right? yeah because when you hold an event people show up in mass oh they do yeah but so like what are your main concerns right now like what can the community do to help support you because i know it's been troubling times and listen you're human oh and yeah even we've talked and you've even said like hey man like this is tough, and I'm I'm even thinking about just like doing something else, you know. Yeah. So it, it it I think the the calls I get like I if I could show my phone sometimes I get calls. Yeah, let's see or, your phone. Come on. Or, <laughs> or text messages. It, it's like two three in the morning, and and I think people having that access to me is yeah. is what makes them feel comfortable. Something's going to happen for them. You know what I mean? But then, but then if it doesn't, like you tried your best. Because I've had I've had that happen with me where it's mm-hmm. like okay I'm gonna try to help someone hey listen I tried 
then it's like, ah, oh, fuck him. He didn't like. Yeah. It's like I tried, but there's other people. That's and rare parties. for me, actually. What that you it, that that fail? they get mad? Oh, they, they get mad at you. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it's a lot of times that I can't. Like it's just a roadblock. Yeah. And and I I think with that when that happens is you wasn't truthful about something. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like they lied you know, to you or something. Yeah. And, and then when I find out, out, I'm like, like if you're trying to help someone get a job. Yeah. And you're like, hey man, this place they need this, this, and this. Like, hey, they're gonna drug test you. Did you smoke anything? Mm-hmm. Right? And they're like, no, no, I'm clean. And they go like, oh, you got popped for a drug test. Like, exactly. oh man, you couldn't wait for. You yeah. know, it's it's not that serious sometimes, but yeah. you know, yeah, I, I still do it because it, it's like I had that. <sighs> that was an experience for me. I, oh yeah, I, I recommended somebody for a job, and I was like, listen, man, they're gonna drug test you. And he's like, that's no problem. I said, they're going to even do an alcohol test. Like, how do they do that? Like, Yeah, I can't. they have all, like, tests I'm for like, all that. I'm like, just fucking don't drink the night before. Yeah. Go in looking sober, right? And this guy is like a friend that was like, he, mm. he could, he's like walking alcoholic. Like, he can perform. <laughs> but he failed both. So, and that you know, that makes me look bad. Like, Bill, why are you referring him? Yeah. So we... uh good guy i mean people uh with elite um seth yeah so he was like you know we we will let people come in and move into the our homes if you vouch for them and i was like whoa i'm not gonna do that that's t- it, yeah 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 that's a bit much you know what i mean because some people will will ruin a thing and they don't even care about the damage or the ruins they leave behind so I still just tell them, listen, I'll speak to them. And, you know, if you can get in, you still got to do the application and, and this and that. But I'll give them a heads up. Yeah. But as far as saying like, oh, this person is going to pay their rent and stuff, I don't do that. Well, funny you say that. You vouch for them. So one time somebody asked me if I could hire a sibling of theirs. Mm-hmm. right? And uh, I was like, oh, shit, because they were in jail. And they're like, well, if anything, they could do work release. Mm. Okay. So I was like, oh, man. And then I got business partners and everything else. Yeah. And, and the thing is, like, okay, are you putting others at risk or you're not? But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like I still want to do something good. Yeah. So I hired the person. And this way the person can get out of jail for 10, 12 hours a day, mm-hmm. come to work. But then also they had, a, like, a two-year-old, three-year-old son. So then they okay. were able to also, like, you know, we conveniently were able to have the son come visit mom at work. You know, and then gotcha. and then it was going good until it didn't. And then the cleaning lady found mm. the the girl like uh in a room, like fucking with a heroin needle in her. So now my other employers are like, What the fuck? <laughs> like that's a shock. Like like and then so we had no other choice but like to call up like the they literally arrested her, they handcuffed her and took her out. You know, so like that's and I'm not saying any names. But yeah. That's a true story, and that happened here. And and uh, I felt bad for everything because you know it's like shit, and like I got to tell my partners this, but I think they know I was trying to do the right thing. And then, mm. but so I understand, like, what if you did that? You you're like, yeah, I vouch for this person. And the person wakes up one night, goes nuts because, and then like beats somebody up or does something or steals something. Mm-hmm. Or who knows? Or fucking just dies you know like anything can happen when you're dealing with poverty 
You know, I, I think that anything our poverty has created the survival mentality. Yes, and and that, dog eat dog. Yeah, right? and and that is not good for no community. Nope. And I I, I also look at how York has changed over the years because people from different demographics come with different traditions from where they grew up. Facts. And that's not something old school York was used Yorkers, to. Yorkers, no. No, they don't You like know, change, so we, we tend to overlook that. And I often tell people, you have to understand the way they grew up. It is normal. And I'll give an example of people from Philly. Now. Brotherly love. <laughs> yeah. It, it's crazy, but they don't have a problem with doing something to their own and then coming around the corner later and be like, oh, what happened to you? Or, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that mentality, when you bring that here yeah. and that happens, we're like, what's going on? Yeah, or like or shock. when when New York guys came here and brought true violence as far as like guns and stuff, oh, you're like, yeah. wait a minute, we're not used to trying to shoot each other. You know, yeah, we'll smack the shit out of someone. Yeah, you know, but we're not like what, what, uh, you know, what? You know, I me. Mean, it's yeah. like okay, fight, get it on, and okay, you lost, y'all good, yeah, and you walk away. Yeah. Now it's like you get mad because he said hi to your girl. Now you want to shoot him? Like what? Looking. But that's that's their lifestyle from where yeah. they came from. Yeah. So we we don't take that into consideration. So I mean, York was too homely for that. Like yeah. a, it was just a homely place. People come here to retire or come here to get a nice factory job, which we don't have many anymore. We're going away. Yeah. 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 Well, that's the, I, I know, you know, always from, you know, the, the goal for a lot of, uh, say, administrations that have won the mayorship mm-hmm. in York is so Mayor Bracey, even Mayor Helfrich. Um, they, they, they have all, all of them have said they want good, walkable jobs in the city Mm -hmm. you know so that you don't need a bicycle (laughs) and and a green bike path and or a car or bus yeah i don't know if it's dumb but i think there's more important i think there's more important things to worry about and i think that if somebody wants to get from point a to point b a a painted green line is not going to keep them from doing it especially yorkers who are like resilient Mm -hmm. and tough like they're like well i must like any anytime i see somebody riding a bicycle they're not in that green line no they're on the yellow line they're over it they're popping a wheelie they're everywhere but the line where you're telling them to I, go. They're I think on the when, sidewalk. if you're in the city and you see who uses it you're like yeah even what I, I i get i'm a vic, not a victim but i'm a fender of that because yeah. when i see somebody using i'm like what are you doing like, why are you riding a bike in the middle of the street? Like, mm, call up York City Police, gonna give you a ticket later. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's so it, it's like I'm flipping on you. I didn't understand. <laughs> just, I know. Yeah. I didn't understand the whole reasoning by that. Yeah. Like you couldn't have repurposed those funds into something else. Cause you can often repurpose grant money if you just put into the folks that gave it to you. Yeah. And like, yeah, look, say. this this need isn't needed anymore. Yeah. Can we use it for this? Yeah, I just think though, like to me, I would rather see, and, and this goes for everything. Like instead of giving, I don't know, billions to Ukraine mm-hmm. or all these other places. Like first and foremost, I, I say like there should not be a homeless veteran or family of veterans mm. ever, especially when you have all these military bases that are shut down, and there's tens of thousands of 
bedrooms and beds sitting vacant. Like, why can't they be opened up and say, okay, here's a place. Now, mm-hmm. you'll run it kind of like a halfway house almost or like a uh, like a hostel or something, you know, like a, you know, but transient housing, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you figure how many community organizations would go in there and say, okay, we'll feed them. And you give them three meals a day. And I think that'll solve a lot of the problems of crime and situations. But now, again, I say veterans, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of veterans that people don't even know that are veterans. Oh, that, oh you know, absolutely. You know what I mean? And I, and, but I also said, and their families. So it's like if somebody, you know, their their children and, you know, because it's affecting because they, they have a lot of PTSD and different things where it's like maybe they can't keep a job. Maybe they say something at a job and they go nuts on somebody or, you know, or just, you know, uh, yeah. do something that they shouldn't do. And they don't have the access to the the help that they need to get. So, but then take it even further, there's probably enough money and enough resources to get all the homeless people off the streets. I'm positive it is. You know, there's like the military bases that are just sitting there. I could just name them like Fort McClellan, Alabama, Fort Dix, you know, uh, Fort Ord, California, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're, uh, Fort Drum, New York. There's so many bases all over the country. They're just like, oh, we're downsizing the military. You're downsizing the military, but you're taking that money and you're giving it to all these foreign countries. You know, it's like, eh. so, um, uh, that that to me is like a uh, that 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 to, to me is like near and dear to my heart. Like that stuff is like, but obviously, I, I have no say in that. But I can speak to it. Yeah, yeah. And you, you on your message. level are doing that. So, what um, so what do you need to like? I know you have this like two year plan where you're just like, hey, I want to do something else oh, in a yeah. couple of years. But what would need to happen, like that? You would say, you know what? I'm in this for even the longer haul, and I'm not gonna go do something else in two years. Like, I'm not going to like, so will the movement end entirely or will the movement be like, just come into a different form of, because again, it started as a podcast. It started as, you know, just a, you know, getting the word out there, Mm -hmm. the, the, the voice, you know, the voiceless. Right. So like what, what would need to happen for you to be like, all right, this is like, Oh, there's nothing that could happen. Oh, okay. So it's the decision. Yeah, made. that's it. Yeah. Okay. I, I think that uh I, I think the person that I, I had chosen that's coming behind me, I, I think she's good. When you look at our demographics. Oh, so the movement's gonna continue. Yeah. But you're just not gonna run it. Yeah, I'm not oh, okay. gonna Okay. Yeah. Oh, so that's cool then. Yeah. Okay. So what 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 does the organization need to thrive in the next five years? You know? Oh, definitely funding. Okay, yeah, we obviously cash. We need zero. Some, peeling off some, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that, that sometimes that tends to make me wonder, like, why we don't, you know, especially with the impact that we have or or the reach that we have. Yeah, I was scratching my head when I was because on on the Give Local York, if people don't know about this, you can go on and click and mm-hmm. see what real time donations have gone to these organizations and some of them are clicking i'm just like i don't get why that one yeah has 200 grand already and then this one which is actually feeding people mm-hmm. is like you know i don't know seven eight grand or whatever it is so i just don't i just don't get you know why um some were and then and then i seen some that i thought were really decent organizations mm-hmm. and they literally had like 200 bucks 
I, Sounds like I, shit. I, let me give that one five hundred bucks or something like man, that. Man, when I when I look at some of them, I, I'm like, it. it there's, some shouldn't even been on there. There's there's <laughs> there's a discrepancy because yeah. I'm like, I see these folks out here. Yeah. I, I I see what they're doing. And, and I'm not going to name names or pick on anyone. Yeah, but, they know but it's, they as yeah. you said, you see them with like two or three hundred dollars. You're like, what? Yeah. Like how? And 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 usually when you go to these funders, they want to see the data or yeah. uh, what do they call that? Uh, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it, it's like the social impact or the demographics of what? Um, it's something like demographics, yeah. but uh. I'll I'll give an example of the metrics of what yeah yeah it's something like that and we did our uh, community needs assessment and because we do the food pantry yeah and we saw that York County is seven million pounds short of meeting its regular need now is that seven million pounds like a, a year or yeah a month or yeah yearly a year that's a so, lot exactly yeah. so the need to having multiple pantries the way we do. Is not a bad thing. Yeah. It's actually a good thing. We, yeah. we, we need a couple more, actually. Okay. So we wanted to add an extra day to now, our- Is the one that the Northeast Neighborhood Association, is that considered a pantry? Yeah. The one like right yeah. out that window? Right behind, yep. Yeah, I gave to them too. Yeah. You know, it, even they have lines. When I, when I was starting- Oh, yeah, I could see them, man. Yeah. Was it, is it called Crystal's House, right? Crystal's Place. Crystal's Place, yeah. yeah. She was awesome. Yeah, yeah she was. Yeah. I went to school with her kids. Did you really? Yeah, oh, yeah, nice. I know, yeah, I know them. Yeah, Elmira yeah. and all them. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're, um, they're great people over there. Yeah. Yeah, her sister so, runs it now. Yeah, now, yep, yep. Yep. But um, when our pantry started, we maybe on a good day, and I'm talking a really good day, may have done like 50 people. To the point now, we're always over 100 people, always, and yeah. then we always do like we call like the other day with the cleaning. We we say special load. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when we have that, it's like everybody. Well, they know they're not coming to get food. They're saying, hey, this is a special load. Just clean No, we get food with it, too. Oh, well, do you really? Yeah. Oh, okay. We get food with oh, it. Oh, I thought it was just solely no. cleaning. Yeah. The one when we had to track the trailer, that was, we did 30,000 pounds of food that day. Now, are you getting anyone like Dunkin' Donuts or Panera or anyone like? Rudders. The, Rudders gives you know, us. We, some food and stuff like that. We yeah. do their um just at date stuff that they'll end oh. up throwing out throwing out oh, okay and uh we, we pick up three times a week from them so but we reached out to turkey hill they was flat out like no we throw our stuff away oh really yeah that's, see that, that that's just honestly that should be some type of mandate from the federal government saying if you have stuff that's coming to expect because again it says like best buy this date yeah and, and again, some those, people don't understand just because it says best buy or sell by date yeah doesn't mean it's bad food now me, yeah. I won't fuck with that. Yeah. But, but my point is, but like I'm Mister, I don't eat leftovers. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm horrible to speak to on that shit. So, but I, I'm picky. So uh, I understand. And, and but my point is like that to me. It's like if there's certain places that have that, like they're not gonna. It, even though it says Best Buy date, they're not gonna sell it. They're, they're no nobody like you're gonna pick it up on the shelves like shit. But my point is like that could immediately within 24 hours be on the plate or on the table of a family in need, I literally think like, hey, mm -hmm. if you're throwing it out, one, they're going to write that loss off anyway. Why they not do. give it back to the community? Like, oh, no, they're afraid of – because, again, they're afraid of, like, lawsuits, and I don't know, maybe the government indemnifies them for that stuff and says, okay, you're not going to be held liable if somebody – 
says they got food poisoning off the the bread that you sold them that was you yeah. know five days old or whatever the fuck it is. You the know, the most I mean? when we get stuff from Rudders, the most it might be like I've seen something three days past yeah. the date. Yeah. You know, but should, than, as long as it's kept good, like if it's in 130 degree temperature, it's like oh, yeah, probably yeah. not going to be good if it's like milk or yogurt. But, you know, if it's always in cooler. Yeah. Yeah. When we pick it up, we get it out of the coolers. They but got I know there. in certain areas. I know Panera has been given like like anything that wasn't sold that day. You know, they, they give away a little bit tons. For, yeah, they give away tons. So, so, but I think like churches are lined up for that, and then they have bread programs, and then they mm-hmm. and then they have volunteers that'll deliver to like. Yeah, Rudders was happy. They was like, yeah. "Oh, absolutely! How many stores you need?" I well, was actually, like, well, for the church, my ex wife goes to this church, and uh, her, her sister, like people, they pick up. Mm-hmm. It's they do it weekly, so each church has a different day. So their church is one day they pick up. Um, uh, the bread and everything, and mm-hmm. then they'll, they'll some some might be big ass things, and then they parse it down, and they have a list, and uh, and then what they do is then they just give out, uh, they they then deliver it like mm-hmm. in their cars, all volunteers, and they just deliver like here's some bread, and then sometimes there's other stuff, you know, mm-hmm. whatever Panera's given out, but so every day there's different, and, and they they literally she'll tell me like oh yeah I talked for like a half hour with that one person I'm like. Holy shit, you know? Yeah. So even that, that community and the fellowship of just mm-hmm. being there saying, so some people, she's like, Bill, there's some people that they, they don't see anyone for days. They don't even check on them. Exactly. So like, she'll knock on the door and be like, here you go. So um, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy that the movement's going to continue forward, but what's next? Like we're, we're getting close to where we have to wrap it up because, mm-hmm. um, you know, my producers and videographers, <laughs> they hate me when I go long over time. Yeah. But I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i even ask them if they have any follow-up questions. But so for the movement and for a new, like obviously, you know, I'm going to continue to support them the best I can and hopefully we get the word out and more people mm-hmm. can donate. But what do you think is next for you? Uh well, I, I want to spend more time with my grandkids. Grandkids, yeah. Okay. I got two twin da- uh, granddaughters. Nice. Uh, I'm trying son, to, right? yeah. Well, my other son, he wants yeah. to go into this one business with me, so I want to focus on that more. I'm okay. trying to build my cleaning business. You know what I mean? I love, you know, mean serving my community and being their servant. Yeah. You know, I, I'm definitely running for city council in two That's years. That's what I wanted to get to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely going to run for city council. So with that, cause I, I think with, with what I see and what I think can happen, I just think I'm the perfect guy for it. Well, like I said, I, th- I think you could run for mayor, but like uh, we already, <laughs> we, we had that argument on uh, yeah. social media, but uh, I, I think, you know, at this point, I like to say, like, the country, the like, different areas, the city, you know what? If, mm-hmm. if it wasn't working, let's just fix it. Let's give someone else a try. Exactly. So, like, you know, you know, nothing against Mayor Helfrick. I still don't know how you beat Mayor Bracey. That's <laughs> beside the point, you know? But I mean, overall, uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I've, yeah. I interact with him, and I, I yeah, think no. as a person, he's a good person. For sure. You know but what I mean? I, I just think, like, okay, but my point is, like, at what point, I don't remember, even with Mayor Bracey, or anybody, mm-hmm. I don't remember a time where York City, the mayor, and the council were not- Eye to eye. Were not adversarial to each other, or not contentions towards each other. Mm-hmm. Everything's a fight. And it's funny, it's like- Everything. Mayor Helfrick was on the, the, he was literally the president of the council, 
Mm-hmm. And then literally, it's like literally you, and it seemed like I'd go to the meetings with this guy, Man, Manuel Gomez. Or, I don't uh, know. Yeah. He's fucking awesome. I love him. Yeah. He got to be your spokesperson. I'll introduce you to him. He's <laughs> fucking great. Yeah. His words are so big. People are like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah. That's and he would up. film every little thing. He moved yeah. away. He came back though. Anyway. So, um, it, it, anyway, it's like, did you think Mayor Helfrich as the president of the city council when he was president of the city council, mm-hmm. he then now became the mayor. You're like, oh, this is going to work out great. Like, a lot of things are going to go. And then it's like literally the, the minute he put his hand down from the Bible and took the oath, they were like, fuck him. And it's yeah. Like, what the yeah. fuck? It's like, when I seen that, I, I was, I was oh, shocked. Oh, man. Like, so I felt I, bad for him. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, you know, if they just figured out, sit, sit, figured out a way to work together, I think this, this like fighting doesn't do anything good for. The I, I think it's so stupid. I mean, yeah. I try not to take sides because yeah. yeah it's it's like at the end of the day come on yeah, man. i'm not taking sides yeah. i'm just saying like hey listen you know yeah th- there's got like you like the guy when he was sitting next to you mm-hmm. and you guys voted as a you as a you as a unit you voted as a unit but now that he's the mayor you're just like fuck him is it is it the position i don't know what it is you know what i mean it's like because they did it to mayor bracy too yeah, and I'm sure they did it to. She she definitely had her issues, you yeah. know. Oh yeah, I'm not. Nobody's perfect, but my point yeah. is. But here's the thing, I do believe Mayor Bracy, Mayor Helfrich, they care. Yeah, and they do want what's best, but sometimes people they don't know what's best, and they need good advisors. They need help, and mm-hmm. sometimes they're not getting that help because at the yeah. end of the day. You know, no offense, like your chief of staff, they they want to get paid. The chief of police, the fire captain, like these people. All that. It's a whole the commissioner, yeah. like uh, who I believe, actually the police commissioner, I think he's a really good guy. The police chief. Oh, Maldro, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that guy's like straight up stand up, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's a decent guy and everything like that. But other than that, um, so what, what's next for you in the next couple months and then – uh, when we do this, we'll be on YouTube and all that. We're gonna put the movement on there and yeah. you know, anything you're doing. If you right now, I'm trying to company uh, or whatever. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, make sure we get a, a bigger truck for us. Okay, that that's that's the main goal. What's bigger? How big? Uh, like a 26 foot. Oh, box truck, 26 foot yeah. box truck. Okay. Yeah. So anyone got that, a 26 foot box truck out there? I they know. Donate? Just donate it. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, because that one that can pull up to a dock. That you know that that oh one day you might have a fifty three foot tractor trailer coming. The, I mean you're growing. I mean I mean we have access to, to one. vans. Yeah, yeah, you got access, but you used to be have vans. Yeah, you know, and cars, our personal cars. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean it's fleet. it's it's actually the Pell Foundation bought our U-Haul truck. So oh really? Yeah. Yeah, they're great people. Too. Yeah. Yep. yep. So that's that's what we need that that truck man because then we could we could do so much more with that truck. So much more. Oh, yeah, because yeah. the more food you can get in, the more yeah. you can distribute. Oh, we have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. Our group is almost 15,000 now. Uh, it's the movement. If You'll see a lady on there. It's like a a, a mural we'll painting. Link, yeah. yeah. And uh, if on our page, there's, there is a donation button. So we have That's a donation good. button on the and page. And that donation goes directly to you guys. Yeah. Right? It's not going through like that third party no giving new york local no 
Give a local York. Yeah, give local York. Yeah. So and, and obviously that donation button's open twenty four seven. It is. It's yeah. never closed. And I can attest. I mean, obviously the the money, like any money you get, it's not like just going in your pocket. And be like, yeah, I got money. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, you're not going to the strip club with it, you know. No, so you're actually. I don't go with my own money. No, I know exactly. <laughs> no, I'm just it's just making a joke. Yeah, bad, bad joke. But my point is, you're 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 like literally anybody can log in or or. or Sign up and on the the movement Facebook group and actually see your donation oh, and absolutely. your money going they can to work. Come to our building. Yeah, you can, and that's another thing too. Is maybe you don't have money, but maybe you can volunteer and help hand out food or uh, pack food or just show yeah. up to an event. We're and, a choice pantry, out. so that helps us save on waste. Yes, you know what I mean. So when people come into the building, they they pick what they want. Oh, you know so they. Oh, okay. That's yeah. good. So they're just not getting like. Yeah, we don't pre package nothing. Yeah. yeah. Some places do that. It's like. And that's where you get the waste. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one time they were doing that for like Thanksgiving when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And then they, I'm like. Is every- there a lot of stuff you don't want to eat? Uh, the oh, one time in the box, and I was shocked that they gave this, they had like a package of Andy's candies in it. Yeah. And I didn't, I knew it was a candy. I'm not kidding. You. I ate the fucking whole package. <laughs> you ever see those? They're interviews. Yeah. The whole I got so sick. So yeah. to this day, you'll never see me eat an Andy candy. Oh, okay. But, but, but when you're like eight years old, poor, and you you're need like, that. Oh, I eat that shit. Like I yep. got like twelve hundred calories just from <laughs> a yeah. box of shit. Anyway, but it's good to have you here. Thanks for coming in. Oh, this is a pleasure. And uh, it's good talking to you. And uh, you know, we, we, I'm, I'm sure me and you could talk. Oh, well, we do. We talk for hours on. Uh, text or uh, mm-hmm. on, on the different political stuff or giving back uh, but you know the the main goal is uh, everyone here is you know creating businesses and trying to give back and and you know it, it, even if you can give 10 bucks a month or something somebody yeah. you know just and it doesn't have to be the movement it could be anyone but i, I like the movement because they're feeding the people and uh they're literally giving back but you know if you can get involved whether it be as a volunteer Mm-hmm. Or some type of money, like these are the organizations that are directly impacting actual residents that are that are you know shoulder and shoulder with you fighting the good fight every day oh, here absolutely. in New York City. Yeah. So I want to commend you for that. I want to thank you for that. And uh, yeah, thank you for uh, oh, absolutely, in. man. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Be good.